From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up Presents at the Sunday Sprint. And from Charleston, South Carolina, Luke's Morrow joins us. So Teeing It Up Presents the Sunday Sprint. Luke Morrow, Jeremy Schilling completely botched this intro, but who cares? How are you, Luke? I am doing well. How are you? I am um, slightly frustrated. Uh-oh. Well, you see, um, it costs like $5 to enter MetLife Stadium today. That's very troubling. Ah, uh, unbelievable. I know. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see Dolphins Jets. Cold, yeah, and sunny. Open the gates and let anybody in. Oh, so you think they should make it open to everybody? Hey, might as well. Can you explain to me why the Jets are five-point favorites in this game? Because my dad is completely befuddled on this. Uh, I cannot <laughs> explain that. I'm not sure. Is uh, this the lesser of two evils in Vegas's eyes? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, of course, home field, the old cliche is that's three points, so that's half of it. And then, I don't know. I don't know where the other two points come from. The Jets are just considered to be a, a slightly better team. Do you realize that if Miami wins today, the Jets and Dolphins have the same record? (laughs) Yeah, how about that? Yes. It's really sad. It's really sad. And and, and the Dolphins would have uh, won both matchups. Yes, and have the tiebreaker. Yeah, that would not be good. Um, Look, let's not um, dance around the issue here. The Jets stink. And Le'Veon Bell is out today with an illness. I think that illness is I want to save my body. Um, I'm I'm very pessimistic about this team, about the lack of ability that, that this team has shown in playing hard consistently. They couldn't play defense last week against the Cincinnati team that had no business being in a football game with them. I am very befuddled and frustrated. Yeah, well, you, you said it right there. I mean, how does this Jets team, which has been disappointing this year, and we've seen quite a few times where the effort has, has just not made just look unprepared or unready. How do they respond after that game, uh, that demoralizing loss, you would think, against Cincinnati, whereas for Miami, I mean, they know they're, they're, they've known their season has been over for weeks, and they're playing this whole underdog role. Um, so, you know, they're, I think, better suited for a game at the end of the year like this uh, compared to the Jets, who were hoping to compete this year. Um, so, and when you bring up those five points in a case like this, I mean, you know, when you have two teams that are uh, apparently not separated by that much, I think you've got to take the points. Uh, and I think the Dolphins may even come in there and to, to New Jersey and beat the Jets once again. Um, here's the other thing about it. Um which is, at what point do you start shutting people down? We've always talked about this. At what point do you say, enough is enough, we've got four games left in this season, and I don't want to go out there and play? Uh, I would do that by now. I mean, the season's lost. Uh, I know there's a whole, I mean, there's this whole competitive nature and professionalism and wanting to go out there and compete and still trying to win each and every week, but at this point, uh, what do you have to play for this year? The Jets are technically still alive. They have not been eliminated yet, Luke. Oh, come on. <laughs> that got a laugh out of my mom, Luke. 
And my mom, all, all my mom knows is that she can hear from the sounds in the den how the Jets are doing. And it's been basically, mom, a, a lifetime of negative sounds versus positive sounds, right? Yeah, I, I could imagine. Yeah. Um, all right. Your Vikings, Detroit, 3-6-1, and 8-4. and four. This has been a Viking team that's had some bumps lately. Do you think this is the game against... I don't know who's playing for Detroit, but it's not Matthew Stafford, I don't think, correct? Yeah, that's, uh, I believe, David Blau, however you say his name. Yeah, so on paper, this is this is the game that should get the Vikings back firing on all cylinders. Where's your confidence meter at right now? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty high. The, the Vikings return home now. Uh, as you said, you get Detroit coming in with uh, their third-string quarterback, and, and they've lost five in a row, whatever it was. Whatever it is, they haven't been able to win without Stafford. I was surprised to see the Vikings opened up as, like, 14-point favorites. That number's down a little bit. but Twelve and a half. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be that high to begin with. Um, you know, the Lions... For, for all the talk about Matt Patricia or even just the injured quarterback, I mean, their big issue, though, has been the defense. Blau played pretty well against the Bears on, on Thanksgiving, and even uh, Jeff Driscoll played pretty well filling in for Stafford. But the defense is bottom eight in points allowed, and then they're bottom four in yards allowed. I mean, this defense is not good for Detroit. So for the Vikings, uh, the offense hasn't been the problem. Even in the loss the other night against Seattle, I mean, they scored 30 points on the road. So... They should be able to move the football at home, indoors. They get the bad line defense. Uh, the Vikings haven't lost at home this year. They're one of two undefeated home teams in the league. So you return home now. Uh, I imagine they'll bounce back and respond well. And to me, the bigger matchup, like I said, is that offense against the defense because the Vikings defense has been really disappointing this year. So I think Blau and the Lions offense will be able to do some things that the Vikings offense, led by Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, who's supposed to play today and be okay, I think they'll just outshoot Detroit and uh, put up a lot of points, as they did the first time. I mean, they scored, I think it was 42 in Detroit when the first uh, the first time these two teams played, and now they get them at home. You're coming off a short week. Are you concerned at all? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, that's always a concern, and, and the trip. Uh, coming back from Seattle, short week, uh, that certainly helps neutralize things. The good thing is the Lions coming to town. It's a home game, as opposed to, say, you know, the Packers, who we still have on the schedule, somebody like that. Uh, the Lions are probably the worst team that we have left on the schedule, so I guess this is a good week for them to be uh, coming up uh, uh, on the schedule as the next opponent for Minnesota. Speaking of short weeks, the Jets will beat the Ravens on Thursday Night Football this coming Thursday. Just watch. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. This is how the Jets work, Luke. They they lose to the bleeping bad teams, and they beat the best teams. Ravens are already a 15-point favorite. Yes, and they give you hope, and then they make you cry. This is how the Jets work. They lure you in. I told you they were going to lose last week. Yeah. I said on this radio program they were going to lose last week. Yeah. Now, somebody has to leave San Francisco, New Orleans at 10-3. and three. The other will be 11-2. and two. This, to me, could be a future NFC Championship matchup. What an interesting, fascinating matchup this is. New Orleans, their powerhouse offense, and a sensational defense that really showed up big time down the stretch um, Sunday night. Um, For me, this is a really interesting test for San Francisco. The over-under on this game is 45. I think that's low. I actually think we could end up in a shootout here. Yeah, um, 
you know, it's interesting. You would think so. The Saints are kind of a different team, though, this year. I they mean, are. Yeah, their points per game are down, and, and their defense has played really well. So, Cam uh, Johnson. I, I think, and, and, and they've had some high-scoring games. Oh, sorry, Cam Jordan. Sorry, excuse me. Since Drew Brees has returned. But uh, I, I like the Saints in this one. I mean, they're at home. Uh, we know it's a tough place to play. And I just trust a team that relies on throwing the football more than a team that relies on running the football. And I think that's where the Niners still are in terms of running it. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo has played well this year. He's had some big games. But overall, the Niners' offense still runs through the ground game. And Garoppolo hasn't had a lot of games where he's been asked to really put the team on his back. Uh, They're coming off that tough loss in Baltimore uh, on the road, going right back on the road now. And that was a tough physical game playing outside of the elements against the Ravens. Uh, how would you respond from that now going into New Orleans? I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, it's the best matchup in terms of records for two teams that we've had since 2007 when the Cowboys and uh, Packers each played. I think they were both 10-2 and two at the time. So it, it's a great matchup. Uh, but I think the Saints uh, find a way to win at home. Um, is that really true? It's been that long since we've had a matchup of, of, of teams with this winning percentage? Yeah, that's what I, at least this late in the year, yeah. That is really interesting. Um, that is really... I I think it's interesting, too, that it's San Francisco. I don't think people are surprised it's New Orleans. I think San Francisco surprises people. And I think yeah. that this is another one of these games, and San Francisco is a slew of them, another one of these games that's going to be gut check is this reality, and we're about to find that out today. A lot of people think that Chiefs-Patriots is going to be a rematch of the, of the AFC Championship game. And, well, sorry, it is. But but have a, a caliber game like that. I don't, Luke. I think this is a Kansas City win. I think this is a bigger win than people are expecting. I don't think this Pats offense is very good, and I think the defense can only hold them back for so long. I really think the Chiefs win this game 34-21 type deal. I know I'm going out there on a limb, but I'm I'm going out there. I'm going with New England. I've always said I'll be the last person to jump off that ship. I mean, I'll go down with the sinking ship if it gets to that point with New England. Uh, they'll continue to get the benefit of the doubt from me, both Brady, Belichick, and just the organization as long as those two are there. Uh, I think the Patriots bounce back. It's at home, uh, coming off that loss against Houston. During Belichick's tenure, I mean, New England has been great at bouncing back from losses. It's rare that they will lose. Uh, back-to-back game, especially when one of those or the second game is at home. Uh, and they're also really great at home. I mean, they've won, what, like 21 straight at home. And uh, I think they've won something also. It's like uh, 21 to the last 23 at home. They've won by like five points or more. Um, so it's not, you know, it's pretty convincing victories or just dominating effort in all of these wins. Uh, so I think the Patriots bounce back. Uh, that defense against the, the Chiefs is going to be an interesting matchup because that's where New England is right now. I mean, they're led by their defense, especially their secondary offensively. They've been a, they've been a mess. And we could talk about Brady being washed up. I think it has more to do with the lack of weapons for Brady than it does his actual play. Um, he hasn't been good enough, but he hasn't had enough around him to really help him succeed. So um, it's going to be interesting because the Chiefs defense is playing better. I don't know if the Patriots offense will be able to you know, score 30 points. They're going to need their defense to slow down Mahomes and that Chiefs defense. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to it's the Patriots, and I can't doubt them, and I don't think they're going to lose back-to-back games, and I don't think they're going to lose at home. And so I pick them to win. Uh, this is the perfect moment when everybody's off that train, and Belichick has been hearing it all week about how 
Patriots are overrated and they're done. I mean, it's a 10-2 and two team. So uh, I think they get the win today. However, I will say this last point. If they do lose, the Patriots will have lost to all three of the good teams that they have played this year, all three playoff teams. And now we can, at that point, then we can really start talking about what's going on in New England because they've beaten up on a lot of bad teams. And if uh, they do lose today, the three opportunities they've had to show us how good they truly are to face a good team, they would have lost all of them. That would be troubling. Not just that also, that means that there's no chance of the, of the two seed and they've got to now have a really tough road to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, hey, if uh, uh, Buffalo, you know, if Buffalo wins and New England loses, then the Patriots have the tiebreaker, but those two teams would be, would be tied by the end of the, of the day. We could be talking about New England uh, having a play in the first round for one. Are you a radio host or something? Because that was a great segue. Oh, <laughs> why, thank you. Uh, I dabble. Luke, this is where you're supposed to promote yourself. Uh, well, you know, last time, I promoted myself last time, and then uh, that promotion became irrelevant within uh, within hours. Yes, yes. Let's let folks know about this. Luke's uh, Showtime changed last week, so so on the show, I I kidded him about how he uh, about how he had failed to promote himself uh, properly, and then 24 hours later, officially announced 48 hours later. You get a new time slot, and I'm suddenly like, okay, I guess you knew what you were doing. <laughs> so with an asterisk that you don't quite know uh, if 1,000% if, if for sure how long you'll be in this slot, because evidently it could happen at any time, what is your new show which you would like to promote? Yeah, so we moved from noon to 3 every day, and we uh, swapped it from the Morrow Morning Show to now the Morrow Midday Show. So there you go, 12 to 3 every day on ESPN Radio in what we call the Low Country. And you can uh, always listen anywhere in the world on TuneIn Radio, or I think it's, uh, uh, I always forget, Sports, uh, what is it, Sports, CharlestonSportsRadio.com? I think something like that. Something like that. Um and obviously, you should always call in because uh, his producer, Joe, will be happy to hear from you. So call in, you'll get on the air, and you can pontificate about Baltimore Buffalo. Absolutely. Uh, this game, to me, is a, is a Baltimore win. I think it's an easy Baltimore win. I think Baltimore is the best team in the American Football Conference. I think this is the classic Bills game that they lose. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs, which says a lot because Buffalo's at home. This is a comfortable Baltimore win today in Buffalo. Yeah, how about that? Bill, six-and-a-half-point underdogs, so that tells you. I mean, if it was in Baltimore, they'd be 12-and-a-half-point underdogs, and they're a nine-and-three team. Uh, these two teams are separated by one game. There's no trust there. There is absolutely no trust, and it is completely verified. Yeah. Uh, 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 sorry, completely legitimate. We'll see if it's verified after the game today. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Vegas clearly likes Baltimore a whole lot, a lot better. And I think this is one of those games where I would think I'm in line with Vegas that Buffalo will get exposed today and, and, and we'll see that there is that big of a gap between these two teams. But I've also kind of jumped on the Bills bandwagon, and so I would like to believe that there isn't that big of a difference between these two. Uh, Bills played on Thanksgiving, so they have some extra time to get ready. They're at home. Um, you know, we saw the Ravens offense outside the elements. I don't know what the weather's going to be like at Buffalo. Tough place to go there and play. 
the Ravens offense was slowed down last week because of uh, that driving rain. Um, but the Bills have a top three defense, and, and they're even better against the pass. I'm still waiting for a team. I mean, credit Lamar Jackson for all he's done this year. Uh, he's certainly at, at top two in the MVP, if not the MVP. I think it comes down to him or Russell Wilson. But I'm still waiting for a game where a team takes away his running lane and he is forced to throw the football. When Lamar Jackson has had to throw the football more than 24 times, the Ravens are only 3-2 and two this year. I know it's a winning record, but a 500 team. Uh, I think it's three of its four worst QBRs have come in those games when he's had to throw it the most. He's still not a quarterback. You know, the Ravens are built to play with a lead. And the Bills are pretty similar. I mean, these are two similar offenses that athletic quarterbacks that aren't highly accurate. Uh, they like to play with leads. They like to keep it on the ground. They're not going to ask their quarterback to go out there and drop back 40 times and, and just throw it all over the yard. So this is an intriguing matchup in that sense. But I think the Bills may be the team, could be the defense, because of their talented linebackers and uh, their great coaching staff with Sean McDermott. Maybe they can finally be the ones to take away Lamar Jackson's running ability and force him to make plays with his arm. And I don't know if he can do that. Uh, the Niners, they even said afterwards that, they, you know, they focus more. On, I don't get these teams. They, they, they're all focusing on the running back. They're trying to take the running back out first and foremost. If I'm a defense, Lamar Jackson is, is you know, public enemy number one. Uh, I'll, I'll allow the running back to get the hands off and try to go between the tackles where I have more defenders. I'm trying to keep Lamar Jackson from, from getting on the edge. And I was watching that game, and the amount of times that Lamar just ran free around the corner on these fakes that nobody was paying attention. I, I, I don't get what these teams are doing. Uh, Lamar Jackson should be where you put all your attention towards. And I, I, if the Bills can do that today, I'm still skeptical. I still want to see more from this Ravens offense and that quarterback. I'm hoping the Bills can make things interesting. I think it's one of those deals where teams just think it's easier to scheme for a running back than it is to scheme for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, but... Uh... Man, I, the way Lamar's been playing, I, I'll take my chances if they hang, hang, uh, hand it off to uh, whatever Mark Ingram running up the middle. Luke, we're getting to the end of our radio program. Oh. I know. It's sad. But we're going to be okay, all right? Okay, if you say so. Okay, I promise. I promise. Uh, your game of the day. Sponsored uh, by no one. I'm going to say, there's some great games today. I'm going to say 49ers, Saints. I mean, we also forgot to mention earlier, I mean, the 49ers are at 5 seed right now, so, you know, this is a huge game. <laughs> the, the, wait, wait, they're the 5, wow. Yeah, that's right, because of Seattle. Sheesh. Wow. And meanwhile, Dallas is going to get a home game in the playoffs. Yes, yes. And, Jer- and, and Jerry Jones will still fire Jason Garrett. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, uh, that's also my game of the day. Your sleeper game of the day for me is Sunday night football. Yeah, I was going to say that the one that uh, we have to leave off because of how good the schedule is. Um, I'll also throw out. I'll say you know what? Because to be different, I'll say Broncos Texans because the Broncos four and four in their last eight games. They have a top uh, whatever five defense. Um, I think it's just it's a it's a sleeper game in the sense that Denver can make things challenging in Houston. Interesting. We shall see if that works. Your um, uh, your game to watch uh, the father-son PNC father-son challenge during. Well, that's the game to watch golf during. You can always pick the... Uh, I always can pick the, the local game that I actually have to watch. At least this time it's <laughs> Panthers and the Falcons playing each other. So that frees up one of my uh, TVs. But, oh, geez. Um, that's, that is a nasty matchup. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Bengals-Browns, though. I mean, that's just a boring, uh, 
who bad teams that I don't care about that game. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yes, my game to watch golf during. That's a good one. And um, I'm going to go with uh, your Vikings. Sorry, no interest. Well, hey, I hope that, you know, because the Vikings are going to get an easy win, so fine with me. <laughs> Um, my survivor game is Packers Washington. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I always try to be different, so uh, I will say I had one too. Now I'm forgetting who it was going to be. Uh, uh, I guess I'm just going to copy you. I forgot who I had. I'm looking at the schedule now, and I can't remember who I would have thought it would be. So I'll just copy you. Yep, same. Thanks for copying me. I appreciate the love. Your person or player to watch? Uh, uh, you know what? I, I, um, I'm going to say Eli on his return to Monday Night Football. That's what I'm most interested in seeing. And now is he going to ruin his, his 500 record, and could that affect his Hall of Fame status? Oh, come on. It's not going to affect his <laughs> Hall of Fame status. You're clearly a talk radio show host. <laughs> Can you put a guy in with a losing record? I don't know. I don't know. What I can tell you is that we'll get more Eli faces for eternity. So that'll be great. Oh, yeah. Get ready, GIF makers. Is it GIF or GIF? I think it's GIF. I think it's it is GIF, GIF too. Mom, you're a librarian. Do you know if it's GIF or GIF? 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 Thank you. That's why you call on librarians, folks. Go to your local library. Um... My my game to watch, my person to watch, my whatever to watch is uh, uh, Sam Darnold. Can he galvanize this team to actually play quality 60 minutes of football? And we'll see. There may not be anybody there to watch it. No, there may not be anybody there to watch it. And then the Dolphins turn around, and for the second time this year, they go back to MetLife Stadium the next week. First it was the Bills, now it's the Dolphins. They face the Giants at MetLife next week. Yeah, might as well just stay. Um, the, the, the Bills did not. We'll see if the Dolphins do. I don't know. It's one of those interesting inside decisions that teams have to make. Luke, thank you for uh, sprinting with us. Oh, my pleasure as always. And my gift to you is because I have a wedding next week and we have to do the show early in the week, which means we'll need to talk about the foreign whatever Jets against Baltimore. Hey, biggest uh, upset of the year. I'm looking forward to it. I'm telling you it's going to happen, but then it's going to tease us for the rest of the year and make life horrible when it doesn't come true. (laughs) Thank you, sir, and thank you, everybody out there. We'll see you next week.